podcast that tries to explain fiction and worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. A little bit of a delay there, Jeff. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're recording from the opposite sides of the country. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, but, like, it's 20, <laughs> uh, 2021. I have a calendar in front of me, because I'm on the computer. It's 2021. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> I think technology's figured out a way to instantaneously transport data from me to you and you to me that's a darn shame we don't have the uh the infrastructure in place for all that tech though huh that's just yeah well that's that's the issue that's the issue is that infrastructure is just it's non-existent um mm-hmm. and this is our this is our pedantic and wavy of podcast the podcast so we're gonna talk about uh <laughs> hr1 and uh senate whatever they just call it s1 uh i don't wasn't I think it's SB one A B. I think that was their that, that either their attempt to kill the filibuster or uh, not let people uh, oh. screw around with the votes as much as they were. Oh, I thought and I thought are HR one because was the infrastructure. gerrymandering. HR one might be. I think SB one was the was the was the rights. voting rights. Okay, well. Yeah. Here's learning civics with Simon. <laughs> uh, 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 well, I just, I just completely, you just completely blew me off my train of thought. As I had right, well, opener. welcome to Jeff. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Jeff destroying the podcast that he's a part of, <laughs> but being actually knowledgeable of stuff. Um, well, we say that I don't know how close I was. True. I guess we could look it up, but no. We, no, that's not what this podcast if, is about. Yeah, if we're if we're wrong, comment at us. You know, it builds engagement. Talk talk to people. Be like, hey, these guys are idiots. That's the only reason sometimes we uh, get things uh, wrong yeah. is to build engagement. It's to build engagement. We 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 have like little nuggets of misinformation to see who could pick it up on. Who could pick yeah, up on we it? We sneak them in <laughs> each episode. Uh, only the most loyal and attentive listeners will find it. Uh, and to all you, all you grammaticians out there, grammaticists, grammaticists, me just ending that terrible sentence with a preposition. Oof. Yeah, you did a whole lot there. <laughs> I, I really did. That was bad. That's fine. <laughs> English is a, uh, a living language. It, it, it changes. Is. It is. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, grammar is a privilege, man. The majority of English speakers are second <laughs> second learners. Second language speakers. Anyway. I don't know. I've never looked at the stats. It, uh, Could make sense. It's, it's all estimated, but yeah, they estimate that like like the like a large majority of, of the people who speak English uh, in the world learn it mm-hmm. after their first language. Because it's a lot of like, it's really common in well, India, it's really common in Europe, it's really common in South America. Um, that only it. makes me feel worse for not speaking a second language. Hey, yeah, well. well, it's because well because we found the correct language. We we were born into the right. Yeah, language. we got the right. <laughs> we, got, we got we hit it right on the mark. We're like, why do we got to learn a second <laughs> language? I speak the one that everyone else speaks fine. <laughs> or, yeah, and like, come on, English is really easy. When you really come down to it, you can you can do whatever you want with English, and someone will probably understand you. There's like no like really niche weird things in English. This yeah, there's definitely no weird exceptions to just about every word. That's the thing, because there's um, no rules in English. There's no exceptions, because there's no rules. You can do whatever <laughs> you want in English. Uh, you're not too far off. 
so much I mean, you like, are, but <laughs> it feels like you're not. I mean, only if you're a prescriptivist. Mm. Anyway, we were off. We've already gotten off track, Jeff. Jeez. I mean, we're just sticking to the brand at this point. <laughs> Listen, okay, so so today's episode. There's right. uh, a, have you seen? Do you get the videos from the guy on Nerdist who's like big and strong and has beautiful hair and has a nice beard? Uh, I like, don't believe so. He does what we do, and he does it, but he like actually does it. Like he's like, oh, this is how you'd actually. Dude, oh, like like they the like actually science. figure out the science. Yeah, yeah, and like sometimes no, they're like, no, no, no. "Oh, that it's sounds not very involved." Yeah, yeah. It's I have never seen a video, but it pops up in my in my feed whenever I do research, <laughs> um, and I and I purposely don't watch it because I'm like, "Listen, dude, people are going to compare us, and both you both have a nice voice <coughs> and are attractive." Me and Jeff, mm-hmm. as I've realized today, we have we have faces for radio and voices for right. silent film. That is how. That is the niche we fit into. <laughs> well, no, I think you're pretty enough, and I have a good enough voice. There we Between go. the two of us, we make one successful <laughs> entertainer. We have, yeah, okay. We have one person who doesn't have a great legs honk, and one person who is, like, <laughs> uh, like moderately... I, have a, I think I have a cute face. I don't think I'm, like, a particularly attractive person. And this eh, is where... I mean, I think you fall in, like, higher than 50%. Uh, I not, I don't think with the rest of my body, definitely not. I'm like, I have the body of a, of someone took a very, I think I've said this on the before, the body of someone took a very chubby, like seventh grader and just stretched him out to make a very skinny 26 year old. I mean, you're not wrong, but <laughs> some people, I'm sure that's that. some people's thing. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I, I have been in a relationship for nine years now, so. Clearly, one lady was like, yes, stretched out <laughs> that, seventh grade. This is it. <laughs> anyway, the reason I bring it up is because everyone under the sun has tried to do this this subject. Like, this is like, uh, below like, Star Wars, people mm-hmm. love the science fiction of Mass Effect. Like, the right. science of Mass Effect. And I did not realize how involved it was. Until you started doing the research and it was too late. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Also, it was interesting, but... Mm. So, like, I've played the games a couple of times, okay. right? Like, mm-hmm. I we've had this conversation before where we're like, this is a good... Like, this is probably, like, the last time EA produced a game I enjoy. And we're not including Andromeda. And it in wasn't this. even EA. And it, who did who did Mass Effect? Oh, is that Bioware? Bioware, but oh. then they got bought by EA partway through. Oh, that's right. So Mass Effect Three is EA, though, right? Uh, yeah. Well, published. Yeah. Still, still made by Bioware. Bioware. It's still Dev? the studio, but it's maybe. I think that's right. I think <laughs> still the studio, but also on a very tight timeline. Yeah. Well, I think I think it was during that time where like all the game studios were dying, like uh, like THQ well, that's died, just EA. and like Pandemic died, and mm-hmm. uh. Lion, not Lionhead, but the other one there, the one that they bought out. Uh, Orange Box, I think, died. Anyway, listen, this isn't Kotaku. This, this is pedantic uh, uh, handwavium. So, I, this is going to be. I think this is going to be interesting because this is our our revisit to like hard science fiction. I think. Since, uh, how close does it get to hard sci-fi? Because uh, uh, that's gonna be rough. It's. It's pretty close. I think we could do it, though. I think we've learned. I think we've grown. We still got that joie de vivre. Uh, uh-huh. And in the end, we got we got our ringer, which is 
glass robots. Well, there you go. And that's the end of the podcast because everything can be explained by it. <laughs> we're just gonna. We're just All right. Gonna, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, by, subscribe. Bi weekly, we're just going to introduce ourselves, saying it's glass robots, and then do our sign off. <laughs> uh, sorry, I gotta. I'm trying. I'm having a difficulty time staying on. Difficulty time <coughs> staying on track. Also, difficulty time speaking English. Good. Uh, well, I mean, again, just stick into the brand. Uh, what is it? Okay, so, Jeff, you've been playing Simon. this game a lot, right? Because the, the Legendary uh, Edition I played through the first two in the Legendary Edition that just came out. Hey, I mean, those are the best ones, because three was disappointing. Yep, don't remember three at all, I realize. I thought... You were like, I everything I, I remembered something. from everything I remembered from two, I thought was three. I'm like, yeah. man, I was wrong. Three has acts like no impact on me. Wait, uh, two is the one with the where you could do the Geth missions, right? Man, I don't know. I think, which one's that? I think which I Geth remember, missions? I remember three because I spent way too much time making friends with my Geth crewmate. Two had Legion in it, who was the Geth. I I think Legion's I don't know if three has him again. Oh, is he, he in might. two? It might. He is in two. I think he's in three as well if you save him in two. So you're right. I do remember two and I have no idea what happens to three. <laughs> no, like I remember two story boy boits? Boits. Beats. <laughs> Points or beats. Choose one. I couldn't. Um that happened in three, and that's it. Other than that, everything's gone. All I know is that in three, uh, I had a character who was hairless. It was a female chef, and I had made her purposefully hairless because I was like, she's a military woman, like, uh-huh. but she's like hardcore, like so. I, I had like this whole backstory with her, and then in the third one, because like Shepard's supposed to have retired, like coming out of retirement, I was like, I'm gonna give her mm-hmm. hair for the first time, and uh-huh. they made me remake everything about my character. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. I just want to give my character hair like normally grows on humans. Right. God. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's another mm-hmm. digression. So, listener, the because um, Jeff is, I'm going to say, is probably going to avoid doing this. I think, it's, I want him to describe it. But I want to, I think the best way to describe this game is you're a, a hero who thinks that the way uh-huh. to save the galaxy is hidden in the pants of all of their crewmates. Ah. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's a pretty good a pretty good summation of the game. Maybe well, I mean it depends like you, if you're Paragon or Renegade. Cuz if you're Renegade, oh, so the, the, at least in Mass Effect 1, you are a raging space racist. <laughs> okay, so either either you're, uh, <laughs> no one plays Renegade, actually. If someone played Renegade, they're an angsty teen from the 90s who's like, oh, I'm going to do this dark. I do all of my games dark. I listen to, I watch Chris I, Angel. Actually, I have a, a buddy of mine who I think sometime soon is going to be streaming a playthrough of what he calls Monster Effect, where he has mapped out the worst possible like outcomes for everybody and he's going to play through the game like destroying lives all the way through is this your is this your old uh roommate uh no this is a different college buddy different college buddy okay you know him actually he was your son 
Oh, yes, I do know him. He is my son, even though he's older than me. <laughs> no context which, which, does not matter. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you know, it's kind of strange. I We've known each other for, like, two years now. I still am not the age of that you were when we met. And it's largely because you're an infinite amount of age. Right, old. yes. So I'll never reach it. I just think that's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean... Right. How, does get there feel, one day. how does it feel to have a friend who's just so much younger than you? Like, do you do you look at humanity? Well, like well that's like most of, of my friends. Um, <laughs> it's it's really more of a, a shame knowing that uh, most people I know won't get the like really understand the full breadth of what the universe has to offer. Uh, that's true because you've already seen it. I'm assuming. Yeah, a couple of times. Okay. Well, it's coming up again soon. <laughs> you've you've been through it. Once you know. And you're it when like, we get oh, there. cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh so so it's a game you're a hero you do missions you like try and at one point in time you're like working for this evil organization that you don't know is evil but you're like oh it's guys well you do know it's evil but, but you don't they care. also brought you back to life yeah. so you're kind of obligated to yeah you're like either you're like a strapping young man or you're like why are you playing a male shepherd it's the that's the worst <laughs> possible choice you could ever make um, uh-huh because, or you could just be like a total f***ing ass woman. You want to flag that for uh for a bleep? Uh, I'm debating <laughs> if I want to keep that in or not. Uh, <laughs> but it is like I think it, that's like the only only benefit I really give to Mass Effect is the fact that it was like a game where you were like, okay, cool, like the women are kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> the women in this game are also people. <laughs> are also people. Yeah, and they're like high on. praise in you know two thousand whenever when it came like out like eight yeah something like that yeah I think it's a I think it's an original Xbox game um uh, could be yeah. I think three sixty is Mass Effect two and then uh the Xbox the X the one after three sixty <laughs> the one that has the same name as all the other Xboxes that came out after it yeah uh I think the one after the three sixty is for Mass Effect three anyway. Mm. This is why we gotta stop doing video games. Because we're just talking about the game. <laughs> this is not game timelines. This is not a game review podcast. Companies. Although a game review podcast, if you want to have us on, feel free. You can go to jefftime.com and it'll have all of our contact information. Or it will. Mythicspoiler.com. <laughs> yep. Also uh, has all of our contact information with two C's. Um, <laughs> it will at some point become a blog about spoilers but right now it is uh it redirects to our website yeah oh yeah it's still a good get it's such a good that get. url yeah. was real good it was i mean that's that's why you're the business side of this man i'm, I'm the creative <laughs> you're the business just like i'm the, right. i'm the chili and you're the yogurt yeah curry and you're the yogurt no i thought you were just committing to uh <laughs> to, to forgetting how it. you messed it up last time okay anyway game yep or almost 20 minutes in. right you guys get it you're a space hero let's do this or a space racist or a two. space racist but again if you're playing <laughs> renegade why it is so like you have to like force yourself it to feels become, bad if it it is like one of the few games like where you're like this is i i don't agree with this I, this should right. not be an option this isn't even a shade of gray you just decided to be a bad person yeah oh, it's it's very bad um anyway so the the big thing it's called mass effect the big thing about mass effect 
is that it actually is um it's a thing like this is an actual theory weirdly Mm -hmm. kind of um but the idea is that if you can control essentially the the warping of space time you could create like uh, gravitational fields that will propel you forward Um, okay or, or but they also allow you to do things like um um, you can very minutely control them to create like very specialized materials, very dense materials, because you can control crystal structures and mm-hmm. a lot of things like that. Um, and and so that's what I mean by hard sci-fi. So they they attribute this to something called uh, they they are they are enabled to do this by something called mm-hmm. element zero or right. ESO. Now here's what yes. I'm saying is I played through these games. I did not know any of this stuff because I read. <laughs> None of the background that they gave you to read, <laughs> nor did I really listen to any dialogue. Anyway, <laughs> pretty much you're you good s- at video games. Has <laughs> anyone told you that before? Pretty much, I didn't play the game. I did the quests, and I did something. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I had. Maybe this is why I don't like this game. It's a lot of talking in it. I don't like talking in my game. Um, anyway, so right. Element Zero, when you apply electrical current to it. Uh, releases dark energy, which can be used to manipulate these mass effect fields. So there's like gravitational mass fields, like Higgs boson mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is not what the Higgs boson does. It's fine. We're not going to deal with it. Uh, we have to pick our battles here? Yeah, we do. Well, cause A the, little bit? So the Higgs boson, people think it's the mass particle. It's not. It only gives mass to electrons, I think. Um, okay. So it, it actually accounts for a very small fraction of mass in the universe. Um, but it, it was a, a, an unknown. Anyway, so here's what I want to know. What kind of material are we talking about here? Because I have an idea, but I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on how what kind of material element zero is. Where does it come from? Why haven't we found it yet? Um, uh, well, it comes from planets that you can scan and sometimes shows up clearly as demonstrated in Mass Effect 1. <laughs> yes. Well... You, can you scan planets in Mass Effect 2? Yeah, you can. You can only scan... In, you can yeah, no 2, you down. can only scan planets. In 1, you have to go in a terrible, awful, physics-defying tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It is... You know what? That's exactly what... It, I play Mass Effect 1. I try and replay it all the time. I get to the tank missions, and I'm like, this is not fun. This is so not fun. <laughs> I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mako's very good. Oh, it's yeah. very bad. I don't know. I don't know if I recall any like depiction of it in the game, or if there's like yeah. a deposit that you actually see in game. So, so here's the thing. I think I think it's got to be like we've talked about this before. We've talked about relic particles before, mm-hmm. which are particles that are um, so rare that. They don't. They have to exist. They they might exist someplace. They're so improbable, I should say, that they must. They might exist someplace, but it's very difficult to find them. And you have to have a lot of space. You have to have a lot of occurrences for mm. them to happen. That makes sense. That doesn't. You get it? No. It it fell apart a little bit at the end. Listen, where you need a lot of space for occurrences. Well, you need a lot of like things happening. I guess is the you need like a lot of like instances of the of possible creation for this to actually happen. So it's like you know, oh I see. Yeah, you need to like increase the odds by by just having just a, trying it more times. Yes, thank you. See, this is what we're talking about. Your PR, <laughs> the business guy. Yeah, business guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so yeah, so 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 my idea right now for this is there are um I don't think element zero is a new mate- a new material, quote unquote. Like I don't think it's like uh, a relic particle or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What I think it is is I think it's a very specific crystal because <coughs> they uh, uh it's kyber crystals it's kyber crystals and this is how we we draw the mass effect universe into the star wars universe <laughs> and, but they never interact because they're millennia apart in their times in their time frames uh, well yeah it's a very long time ago in a galaxy far far away and this one is 100 years in the future so in our future right yeah <laughs> So that's like 200 years from 1998. Man, we got to get Disney to pay us some money because hey, now they have to sue EA. Because now they got to sue EA. Look at that. You shouldn't use kyber crystals. Anyway. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Are, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's light-induced by electrical currents in crystals. Um, okay. You could do this. Uh, certain crystals, when you... Actually, you can also do this in reverse... But certain crystals, when you apply electric current to it, they'll emit light. Uh, also, what you can do is when they receive light, they'll actually get a charge on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking, like, element zero might be, like, uh, like hey, they don't define dark energy. Like, I looked at it. it. Dark energy isn't the same thing as what we know of as dark energy. Like, like what we all know I, of. Like, the, the dark energy of our understanding is different than what is happening with the. Yeah. Like in the game is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They call it dark energy, but they describe it as uh, is the fifth force identified by astronomers by Earth's late 20th century. Like gravity, dark energy influences all matter in the galaxy, and its effects can be seen on both cosmological and subatomic scales. The repulsive effects of dark energy are the primary reason for the expansion of the universe and cosmic accelerating. So it is kind of similar to our uh, our understanding. But then they go into mm-hmm. the idea that it's like it's created by this element zero. It has to do with like electrical currents. It can be manipulated by biologic systems and you can create like nodules inside of people that so they, they can manipulate it. Things right. like that. Okay. So they should update the, the terminology in the future at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or, or they're using it like how we use like the term atom to be like a reference to mm-hmm. like the original mm-hmm. atomic theory. Right. Um, I think in this case they're being like, oh, they're going back a couple, like 200 years and being like, oh, dark energy is what they would have called it back then. But Mm -hmm. here's what I think it is. I think it is a, and I was trying to figure this out earlier and I probably went down a rabbit hood that was too far. Um, I, I'm thinking like a photon, like, like a photon is to light. And I'm thinking there's gotta be like a different packet that gets emitted by this Mm -hmm. crystal structure when it gets in contact with an electric field like like maybe it's like light that's like so outside of the range of of energy levels that it Mm -hmm. like it's it's like it's either like so high energy or so low energy that it is imperceptible to modern uh modern is an other time like observation techniques yeah or like materials yeah okay Yeah, yeah yeah so like so like i'm thinking like like Sorry for saying like so much. And this is that's me talking to future me, because uh, I'm not going to remove it, but I am going to listen to it because I'm going to get tired. Of <laughs> and absolutely will not remove this apology to yourself. Nope. Because uh, why would I? Uh, right. Well, so what I'm thinking is a crystalline structure where mm-hmm. it's really it's like the opposite of 
it's the opposite of of dense. What's the word for that? Dispersed? Uh I don't know if dispersed would work well. Um just undense. Undense. Disindensified. Disindent that I like that one. It's it's a crystal <laughs> structure that's so disindensified. That's not the word. Right. Whatever you said. It's it's like that. Uh huh. That the that the energy that the electrons have to move and fall back down mm-hmm. is huge. It's like it's massive, uh, and I think I think that <laughs> literally massive. It's lit. I think it is. I think it's literally massive, mm-hmm. and I think that this is the case so that it takes a really long time for them to fall back down. So everything is like slowly emitting this dark energy, like as electrons are like mm-hmm. jumping away, like really far, and then slowly falling back down very improbable to happen but it, it's just releasing this like really really high energy light but it's doing it very improbably very slowly so this crystal when you can like pump energy into it you increase mm-hmm. the probability of those really far jumps and it emits mm-hmm. dark that 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 high energy light you see what i'm saying makes sense okay like, i do see what you're saying i'm saying like beyond uh, gamma what i am missing is what is the application of it i don't know yet still think <laughs> so okay so we have an explanation on how we can kind of justify getting this dark energy it's a matter of how it is being captured and then like used uh yeah right yeah and that i don't know also i don't understand okay it's gotta do something it's gotta manipulate space time right and it's light what else manipulates space time other than light? I'm thinking this, okay? And this is gonna be this mm-hmm. is gonna sound crazy, right? I got. Uh, I mean, that hasn't stopped you in the past. <laughs> I gotta get a pen to make sure that I'm thinking about this correct. So, <laughs> have to draw out a diagram. Or sorry, listeners, you will not see this you diagram. Will not see this diagram. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Light is a wave. Like it's like you know, okay. the, the more times it goes up and down, the shorter the wavelength but the higher the and the shorter the amplitude, right? Yeah, the longer the wavelength, the higher the amplitude. Does that make sense? I don't know if that works that way. Because it's lambda wavelength times amplitude? Whatever it is. I think... I think, <laughs> We're not going to look it up. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want to... I got this thing out just so I could figure this out, and I, I've already not realized I can do this. Cause <laughs> I don't... Listen, I'm not a quantum mechanicist quantum theory i'm not a theoretical physicist i am an engineer (laughs) um more more practical yeah i'm not i'm not even like a mechanical engineer i'm uh, (laughs) further away from that uh so but here's my idea i'm thinking that Uh that this light particle is so high like it's 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 so like close to blue right which Mm -hmm. is which is really fast right uh yes like it's really high energy right I don't want blue light glasses. I just want blue light. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's it's really it's really fast up and downs, right? It's really high so, energy. So you yeah, can hit. incredibly high energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that this is so so high energy, right? This has got like such a high that it starts to like it starts to mess with the speed of light, is what I'm saying. Like it hmm. it like bumps up against that that like up ability to go up and down uh with like ability to be a wave with the ability to travel forward right okay to the i like i want to pick apart it 
affecting the speed of light, but I do also know that it's the reason why faster than light travel is going to end up working. Well, here's the yeah, here's the thing. I think I this is what's I think is absolutely crazy that I literally uh-huh. just came up with is it goes its <laughs> its oscillations are so so fast, so up and down, okay? Mm-hmm. That it 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 starts to interact with the past versions of itself. That makes sense. <coughs> like, like it's um, it starts to get it gets so so. Here's a here's a thing. Um, if you have two light beams and you fire them at each other, right? The, okay. They will close the gap at the speed of light, not not okay. two times the speed of light at the speed of light. So I'm saying right. that the the wavelengths are going up and down so quickly that the where the photon was and where it ends up being is so close together in time and in space that mm-hmm. it, it it starts to interact with each other but that interaction has to move at the speed of light mm-hmm. so that's how it starts to like so the the space between the space between the uh uh like the, essentially you're messing with like the amplitude and the uh wavelength because they can no longer mm-hmm. be completely correlated uh like they are right in the mm-hmm. thing for uh, that lambda new <laughs> equation, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, that's that's the speed light of light. It's the speed of light. It's c equals lambda new. Why am I so bad at that? The speed uh, of light is equal. I to mean, because it doesn't come up in day to day life that often. You know, well, usually. yes, no, that's very true. So how's that? <laughs> how is how is that as a crazy explanation? Uh, well, it sure is a crazy explanation. But, um, so what, what is it exactly that's doing that? Like, is that the, that's, that's the, that's the, the light that is being released by this, um, by, by the, this crystal, by element zero. Yeah. By element zero. And so, and so when you, okay. when you do that kind of like, it starts to bend space time in a very weird way. And that somehow mm-hmm. creates like gravitational field that does create gravitational fields. So it's like, it's like a light a form of light that creates gravitational fields. Okay. And as we all know, you can't have a negative gravity. That wouldn't make sense. Excuse me. But you can have a positive gravity and you'll be sucked at the speed of light, right? Uh-huh. Because you'll just be pulled along by this wavelength. You're, you're essentially being sucked forward by this dark energy if you can focus it mm-hmm. forward in, in one direction. Because normally it'll cancel itself out because it's going in all directions. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Do, do I get points? I <laughs> is this is this beyond your knowledge? Like of I'm just, uh, <laughs> is it, it is my uh, of a little bit outside the realm of uh, biology and entomology. Yes. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Um, we'll get to that. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I I did not um, I did not make the joke about finding the savior of the universe in all of your coworkers' pants lightly. That is an integral part of this game. <laughs> That's that is the uh, the Chekhov's gun that you set up in the first act of our podcast. Oh yeah, and then it's the the Chekhov's bullet loading of me bringing it back up. Bullet? That's not, <laughs> how, what does it call when you put a, a gun in a, a gun in a bullet? No, a bullet in a gun. A, when you put a gun in a bullet, that is a very bad gun. <laughs> well, no, or a very good bullet. Well, no, if you think about it. That's what I'm saying, like causality, man. Uh, yeah, are you putting a bullet in a gun, or are you putting a gun around a bullet? 
Because a bullet is what you fire. Am I getting into a sleeping bag, or is a sleeping bag getting around me? Am I wearing my uh, socks? I think or are my socks both wearing? of those can be true at the same time. That's what I'm saying, man. Forward, backward. Time's a flat circle. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> how does uh, uh, element zero making light help anything? That's that's what I'm saying. So this so so this these that's that's not how you say that word <laughs> this is what i'm saying okay man i'm uh-huh. i gotta stop touching my um i'm getting real close to my microphone Those things on your desk yeah, all the time all the time what i'm saying is right this um so <laughs> you definitely did yes again i know and i heard it and now i cannot <laughs> not do it if i'm realizing that like i have the worst Again, the worst. I have a voice for silent films. I am so <laughs> bad at talking. Um, you, I just need cards. Can we just do cue cards <laughs> during for the podcast? Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll get a transcription in place. It will be just me talking and <laughs> just you in text. <laughs> uh, so here's what I'm saying: is that so it, it has to stretch space. Okay, and time right. to right. to to obey uh, Lorenz's invariance. Um, okay, the in doing so, it creates gravity. Okay, it creates like okay. a force. It, it normally when you would just normally when something would create this force, it it creates it in all directions evenly, right? Mm-hmm. So the the uh, resulting gravity force is zero. The net force is zero. Because it's equal in all directions. So you don't feel it. Nothing feels it. Um, what happens is when the light gets refracted or when it gets reflected or when it gets distorted and you can focus mm-hmm. it, say, mm-hmm. through gravitational lensing or through, like, normal mirrors and, and reflective things or through controlling of uh, an electric current, mm-hmm. you can you can concentrate on one side of an object. And then it, what it'll do is it'll create a gravitational pull one directional gravitational pull in that in a direction so you can put that in front of the of an object if you can focus it that gravitational pulls uh, or on an object i should say not in front of because i don't think that really matters but on an object Mm -hmm. and because what is pulling you along is moving at the speed of light because it's a photon you are moving Mm -hmm. At the speed of that photon, you're essentially caught in like a gravity well. Yeah, you are by this by falling this into of... this photon that is also moving at the speed of light. Yeah, and you're just being ripped along by it. <clears throat> um, right. Um, I don't know how that's FTL. I do, at least that's at least FL. No wait, TL. Yeah, like <laughs> TL. Well, fan light. Eh, light speed. Light speed. It's um, like at least light I guess, speed. and then falling back onto your earlier explanation, where like. The amount of energy that it gives off means that it interacts with itself like through time yeah then that could push it into faster than light and, i and, guess and that's also i'm thinking there's also a bigger an issue with this where they're like there's no time distortion with uh, mass effect so i think it's because there's two contradicting things here there's the speed at which you're moving but also mm-hmm. the gravity well you're in mm-hmm. so one's moving you faster one's moving you slower you end up just canceling out at whatever at whatever time you are moving before you started the mass effect okay and that's just you know lucky happenstance yeah that's that just like a, a natural cancel yeah a, a occurrence of the of the of mass okay effect. just a very useful property of it you know mm-hmm. 
this might be the craziest thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might not be too far off. And sometimes, like, sometimes I'm like, I don't really care if our, if our podcast gets very big. Like, I just enjoy doing it. Um, it'd be nice, obviously, because it'd be, give me a reason for doing it. But right. this episode, I hope it gets big. Because I just spent 20 minutes describing a total bullshit theory that I'm going to have to bleep that uh-huh. out later. Um, yep. And it's, it's so good. It's so magnificent. Anyway, I think that's, I think that's cool. I think that that works. Do you, uh, do you want to I... keep... It's gonna be bad. There's no way we can, we can really. Yeah, get us bad. no. There's no way to really make it better because it is. It does work. Uh, fundamentally, impossible. breaks physics. <laughs> yeah, but I think that this this not only explains uh, mass uh, dark energy in this world as like a a movement thing, but also dark energy mm-hmm. in the world of our our world because the the everything's emitting this dark energy very very slowly Mm -hmm. you need a lot of material to do it right because you just need Mm -hmm. instead of getting you know a lot of electrons you just have a lot of things that will maybe emit dark energy and because it's light it emits a pressure so it's everything slowly pushing away from everything else Mm -hmm. causing the expansion of the universe Right, and I know what you're saying. Naturally, you sound like a crazy person. You have no idea. I'm waving my <laughs> arms around right now. <laughs> hey, I just you just you just like I boy. sound like a crazy person, and you don't understand because I am wildly gesticulating. Yes, yes, that saves you from being a crazy person, Simon. Well, no, no, I'm saying I also look like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were trying to defend yourself. Uh, no, 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 no. I am fully aware. I am <laughs> cognizant right now, man. I, I can see through time, as anyone can, but only backwards, because that's how light works. <laughs> right. Do you? All right. So did we did we solve that puzzle? I, I think Was we that did. Bad? I think we did. And I would like to stop talking because I think the next part is the part you get to talk. All right. And I want to listen um, to your tones. We just talked about the fact that you have a sure. better voice than I do. You talk better than I do. Yeah, no, and like every episode, uh you have done most of the talking. Oh yeah, and it's been at this really high <laughs> fast rate and I keep cutting into what you're talking about and people I've heard don't like that. Namely, right, well, I girl. mean, that's just because they think you're being mean, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're just assuming. Yes, just... it's fine. You see, he said so. <laughs> look at it. I have so many sound bites that I can show Ashley and be like, "Look, Jeff doesn't hate me. He thinks it's funny. It's part of a bit." That's yeah. It's the secret bit that no one discussed, and we all just kind of fell into it just for sake of our sanity. Is that I talk a whole bunch and you're normal? Well, because we're doing like <laughs> yep. a, we're doing like a vaudeville thing. Like you're the straight man and I'm the other one. The fool. Yeah. Well, we're doing like yeah. I mean, that's like a lot of. I mean, places like, have that archetype. A bit because it's like the only. It's like the only di- dichotometric. Dichotometric. I Dichotic. feel like you're getting very close. I think and it keeps falling apart, and everyone knows what you're talking I about. I think it's dichotic, but it's the only dichotic comedy duo that really works mm, mm-hmm. like if you have two people and you want to do comedy because everyone knows someone who's a normal person and another person who's a fool well no but in comedy you need someone to be like you need that grounding character so in a group of three 
that grounding character can move or they can all have grounding principles. But in two, mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. difficult to have like to trade it back and forth, I think. That's just, right, that's just right. me though. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's my that's my criticism or my, my not not my criticism, but my um analysis of uh yeah, well i mean it could comedy. be useful if it switches because then you're subverting the expectations oh, but you know whatever i know and I, I think we do we're that. not a, a comedy critique podcast I, we, we do we do subvert sometimes yeah no that's true i do definitely uh just kind of throw out just completely random stuff that leaves you dumbfounded on occasion i think oh, oh yeah you like with the times with like glass robots that was a subversion that is easily our best bit. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So sorry. Uh, that was our. This is our podcast within a podcast uh, within a podcast because this is pedantic and wavy where we doing get into the, the meta comedy. conversation of the meta conversation that we're having about comedy. Yes. Uh, which is I gotta say, podcast within a podcast. It's it's like it's like this. The internet's a series of tubes. It'll never get old. Anyway. <laughs> Here we go. I want to. Yep. I want to talk about the alien races in this world, right? Okay. We got the Quarians. Okay. Yep. There are people. There. Do you want me to like describe them? I, as I would you love you it. to. You got no, it. No, you got it. All right. We'll see how many of them I remember. Quarian is the the flotilla of folks, right? Yeah. Well, it's anything important about them? Quarians. They invented another race, the Geth. Yes. Because they were messing around with AI. Yes. Uh and. Uh, I feel like kind of didn't give them the rights as sapient creatures they should have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So they all live in spacesuits on spaceships now because they were kicked off of their home planet because of those geth that they made. Do you know why they wear the spacesuits? Um, they wear the spacesuits because uh, everything is too clean in the environment, and they don't have immune systems now. Yes, that is correcto, Mundo. Uh, any, anyone else you remember? Uh, what of Quarians or, or uh, other races? Any, other races. The bit you you hit the big point. Oh, I Quarians. thought you're gonna you're gonna list off the races, then oh, I'll, oh, I'll talk about keep... some some oh. nonsense about them. How about how about the? I don't have a list of races. I didn't do any research, Simon. How about the? Oh, I thought you were just remembering them. I was gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be really impressive because I didn't remember them all. Um. Uh, I actually probably could remember a fair number of them. Okay, give me one. Uh, humans. <laughs> uh, That's a little cheating. I don't think we need to talk about them. Uh, so humans are us. You're familiar. <laughs> humans are us. Again, if we ever get big and we get a, we get a, sh- a store, humans are us needs to be, with the R as an R, needs to be a shirt we sell. Right. <laughs> Uh, who else we got? We got Krogan. Krogan were a pre-space flight species, uh, that were uplifted to fight in a war against a different species called the Rachni. The Rachni don't come up that often, so we're not going to get into That's it. That's true. I don't think there's uh, literally anything about them. Oh, there is, but they're just bugs. Uh, yeah, no, there there are a couple things. Um, but who else we got? We got the Turians. The yeah. Turians are... I don't even know what are they. Are they like a lizardy bug sort of person? Um, I would call them more lizard, excuse me, than bug. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know how to describe them. 
Uh, they, they, they have are... a, a hard face, but the rest of them is fleshy. Do you know that? Have you ever seen the rest of the tour? Well, you play as Femshep, so have probably gone into Garrus's pants. Uh, Defo, uh-huh. Mass Effect 2, that was my romance that I did. Well, that's because Garrus is the correct romance. That's because Garrus is the correct... Oh, well, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Playing Mass Effect 3, one part I do remember is the part you save, uh, what's her name's sister? The one that's... Sure. The one that's not Maggie Lawson. The one that's, uh, Yvonne Strahovski. None of those words mean anything to me. It's the lady that you work with in 2, who's got, like, the... Miranda Lawson? There you go. I, that's why I always think it's Maggie. Maggie Lawson's the uh, actress from Psych. Okay. Ivone easy, Sir- easy mistake to make. Ivone Serhuvsky is the actress who was who was used to model Miranda Lawson and voice act her too. So where were you going with that? Where I was were going. We? I was so I was going to say what Mass Effect Three. Today? She's got a really interesting story if you romance her in Mass Effect Two. That's all I'm saying. But, oh, I see. Yeah. Um, so Turians, I don't think is I don't think there's really anything that interesting about Turians. Uh, like they're people that are shaped like lizards kind of it's pretty pretty accurate actually let's see biology yeah uh, yeah like there's nothing really unique about them there actually is and it's not something that you would know but turians and quarians are both considered um they are humanoid because they're like they're human-like uh except uh-huh. that they have what's called anti-chirality which is means that they're they're uh compared to humans they have a different uh mirrored structure so they can't okay. they can't consume the same proteins that humans can. So they have to have specific food. Um, okay. But they're kind of like it's like kind of like Hork-Bajir is I would I would say the closest Hork-Bajir without the talons is the closest you could probably get. It's <laughs> a callback to our Animorphs yeah. episode. Yeah. Hey, good you remember that the Hork-Bajir <laughs> were from. Yeah. yeah, I did remember that time. I was there. I listened to that episode. That's no, crazy. I didn't listen to the episode. I recorded that episode. I mean, in a way, you listened to it. You got that. You got that even raw or more uncut. Right. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? We got people, humans. We got Quarians. We got the Turians. We got the Krogan. We got that's pretty the much Asari. That's the one. That's the yeah. This is the this the, is the the Asari. Yeah, the Asari are the interesting one. They are sexy. Uh, yep. That a <laughs> b um. Hey man. Uh. Like a single gender race, yeah, I guess. Mono, mono. That gender. um, yeah, that's the one. Um, where I guess I don't know how they describe they procreate. They don't. They take like the feelings of the genes of the person or some such. Yeah, they have like, some crazy nonsense. Yeah, they have like a mind meld kind of thing with with people. Yeah. I mean, how much deeper do we want to go? Do I don't know. That's like, into, pretty much, like they're purple. Hanar? No, let's not do that. I think that we can just do the Corians, the Krogans, the Sari, and the Turians. The people that you meet okay. and you care about. Not the people that you kill. And don't care and about. And don't care about. Like the whatever you said, <clears throat> Rachni. Right. Well, I'm trying to think of well, this is the, what that one fellow is. He's a, uh, who, who, the one that is more lizard. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Thane? Uh, not the, Thane, not the scientist. The name is. No, that's Morden. They're Solari. Yeah, that's right. Solari. Maybe it's Solari. Solari. That's it. Yeah. Eh, you know, hard or soft A. I think it's an E, but yeah. Eh, well, hard or soft E. 
yes. I there's another lizard boy. There is, yes. Um think they're called Thane. And that's the name of the character, not the species. I don't remember what the heck they were called. I don't remember what they were called either. I'm I'm gonna look this eh, up. Whatever. They're cool and they have like perfect memory thane creo oh yes he's the assassin but he's like biologically yeah. engineered he's like uh he's a drell no. he's a drell is what he is that's what he is drell yes that's what they're called no they're not biologically engineered they no he is though he's like modified isn't he no oh, okay. he was trained to be an assassin because hanar don't have hands oh weird yeah <laughs> Um, no, their home planet got, like, blowed up or something, so now they live on the Hanar homeworlds, and they are, like, beholden to them for not, like, letting them all die out, so they, like, go above and beyond to help the Hanar in general. Hmm. I think I would have, yeah. I would have liked this game more if I could play as different races instead of... Right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Because would, it would have been fun to play as a Krogan. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. so let's... So yeah, which one do we want to start with? I think the Corian. Let's start off with Corians? those. Corians? Okay. Yeah, big old, big old sick uh, boys. So, yeah, I guess where I'm having issue is a lot of the species are just kind of, like, based on, like, generic humanoid without yes. anything interesting going on. Jeff, you... So where do we want to go with it? You've fallen into my trap, which is, uh, I don't want to they're secretly interesting they're secretly interesting no so they're like they're like beyond like they are human pretty much they're three-fingered human <laughs> this is the great like like right. the one scene where you see asari's face <coughs> it's a face of well i think they also fixed that in the legendary edition because the one scene that you see a uh corian face is also a stock picture of some human model that they're like ah we ran out of time use this they did they did so i think they retconned that but i think it's still is it is it is it still not a, is it not a human face in the legendary edition i don't know i haven't gone to that point maybe i should just pick up the legendary edition play it because i feel like now i really want to play these <laughs> games this is the issue whenever we do it right episode, yeah like, uh-huh yeah, i want to play <laughs> I want to just kill people so badly. I want to just, <laughs> I want to be a renegade only side with just the Geth. Just want to be a space racist and but side with the Geth. Yell at everybody. Hey, I mean, the Geth. They don't are have a race. Fine. They're mechanical. Yeah. So you, what about them? You can't be racist against machines. Ah, I feel like that's not true. I feel like the Koreans are definitely racist against the Geth. That, uh, true very true but they like <laughs> built the geth to be racist against which might be worse <laughs> yeah well i think they weren't built to be racist against uh, i think that's just like whoops they're sapient and we still like culturally uh, don't accept that they're sapient and they're just machines we made uh they they for sure gave them artificial intelligence and knew, they knew they were doing that and then they were like, yeah, well, but... Yeah, but, like, you know, we use AI for, like, you know, image correction and stuff. Like, that doesn't make it sapient. I guess so, man. I'm just saying it seems a little questionable anyway. Oh, like, yeah, once they develop, like, you know, sapience, yes, definitely uh, ethically bad to continue oppressing them and using them as slave labor. 
here is the thing that I want to talk about, right? Right. Why do so many of these creatures um, have human body parts? Uh, I mean, human body parts are general, like, human shape. Uh, gen- I guess it was just a general human shape. But, like, it's pretty specific human shapes. Like, things like... Yeah, I mean, like, there's arguments where... What is it? Encephalization is good, where you put, like, all your hearing and tasting and seeing things all in one place. Okay. That has a uh, uh, fitness advantage. And I guess there's a fitness advantage, or a cost advantage to having things like two eyes, because you that's, that's the amount mm-hmm. you need for parallax. Yes. But it's cheaper than three. you can sense depth. Yes. Yeah. But then what about, like, they're all bipedal, or uh, for the majority of them, they're female of their species have breasts <laughs> because clearly they're all mammals <laughs> that's um, true i didn't think about that either even the like <laughs> lizard people have... <laughs> yeah well i mean alien or not gotta have them. uh gotta gotta have breasts humans how was he gonna know it's sexy. a woman so, <laughs> right can't just ask exactly um, this is a part of... I mean, if only they introduced themselves with their pronouns, it would simplify a lot. It would. I feel like this is for sure, like, pre the the new sexual revolution. Gender revolution? Either one. Um, yeah. Where they're like, the only way you could tell if it's, women have breasts, men don't. <laughs> um, um, that's funny to laugh about. So where were we? What were we solving? I'm, I'm saying I, Why I want to everyone solve. Has breasts? Yeah, I want to solve panspermia. Is what I'm trying to get at. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, it could actually, huh? So here's the thing. Um, oh yeah, it is. Mass Effect. The whole premise of the game is that there's this like machine race that comes in and kills all like organic life. Like, sapient organic life, you know, from time to time, when they feel like it. Yeah, it's like um, Noah's Flood, but yeah. it's largely, uh, what's the word for when it doesn't have a reason? Uh, reasonless. You yeah, sure. Arbitrary. That's the <laughs> word I was looking for. Yeah, that one's better. Um, but so here's the thing. Uh, as the Reapers are going through killing all sapient life, they pick up uh, a cold, um, and... They drop off, you know, those little single-cell life, you know, planet to planet when they're visiting. Uh, so the Reapers did cause pan- panspermia each time they come in to kill all you're organic s- life. So you're saying that they're, they're seeding life. I, yes, I, accidentally. So that they pick up on just one planet. Here's and it just the, happens every time. Here is the thing. I uh-huh. I feel like it has to like, and I understand. I understand that you fell into my trap, and that I got you to accept panspermia, <laughs> uh, which is the real. It's the real origin of species. Darwin can go suck it. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, you know, if uh-huh. I have like a bacteria on Earth, and then a bacteria on like let's say plant xenomorph nine eight two. Um, they're gonna grow up as bacteria do. <laughs> Others might call it evolving. They're gonna evolve. Yeah. Uh, so they evolve, and but they're still gonna evolve. Yeah, like, which is why you have like but, you know but, but weird I feel like, lizard face people i feel like like I, so so i feel like this is it 
Like, they have all the core kind of fun. Like, sure, it doesn't have to be, like, a single-cell organism or something. But you, like, but you're saying it's like like they lost their pets. Like, their mammalian pets. <laughs> um, what if that's well, what it it's was? not necessarily their mammalian pets, but, like, like a bunch of chipmunks got into the landing yes. gear yes. of one of the Reapers. I'm lucky and then uh, a handful of them fell out on different planets. Yeah. Seeding those plants. And then they grew... Yes. And then they grew up into humans. I I think that that is fantastic. And here's why, okay? <laughs> because it finally explains panspermia, your secret hope and desire. My secret hope and the desire. The trap card that I activated. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You didn't realize it. It was Jar, <laughs> jar of Souls. Right. Uh, I think that's what that card is called. Anyway, it's... Um, <laughs> So here we. Uh, this is the thing I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I uh-huh. like the idea that it starts off with a mammal, right, uh-huh. and then it, it branches off a, a, as these guys get deposited on different planets. But they they bring with them bacteria, like like they mm-hmm. like the the squirrels do. Right. Um, so so these planets are occupied by other creatures that evolved from those bacteria. But the mm-hmm. like dominant life form, the most evolved life form are ones that are more similar to humans because we have no evidence of any of the evolutionary world like like tracks in any of these worlds right so i like that i think that that's a great idea i like the idea mm-hmm. uh, maybe not squirrels um but well i also said chipmunks which i think would be a stronger <laughs> candidate but <laughs> well big difference as we all know in the in the tree of human life of of planet life it's like squirrels, and then right next to squirrels is chipmunks, and then right next to chipmunks is humans. So you're getting closer. Right, yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, but like a prehistoric ape or like some kind of small monkey, like maybe a tamarind. Mm-hmm. Those are small right. monkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be uh, like terrestrial. It could have been from somewhere else and then brought here. But I think... We didn't have to be the one. I think... Uh, That's a very... Uh, human-centric view of the galaxy. You think that, Simon. but I think that we have such a strong case for evolution, like going through people, uh-huh. that it's weird that we would we would not have like a huge jump to humans or or like in the human tree. Mm, how do you mean? Like 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 the fact that like this, like we contain structures that are vestigial in other mammals. Uh, mm. things like that. Like, like what I'm saying. Oh, is actually, that... you know what? Having it as like a human centric thing kind of makes more sense because in universe, like humans have more um like differences, genetic difference. I guess that's true. Um, where like genetically, I guess all the Asari are Important. more similar compared to like different humans i i think so too i think it makes a lot of sense to me right um that it's it's no i and i think that works like it starts to make sense because of the universe yeah and that that it's based within yeah and i and i think like things like like even the lizards have like mammalian features because they're coming from our, our our human our mammals on earth right not the map like the the different kind of mammal non-existent mammal that exists on their planet because no mammals do because it's a different planet so there we are as far as we're aware uh, yeah well maybe everyone has milk sacks could be so here's i want to talk about jeff i want and i know right. we've had this conversation before and it was uh-huh. uh fun and we get yelled at for it 
because we did it during uh-huh. work hours, and you're not supposed to do that. Is this the uh, rocket-propelled paper airplane? No, that's still a great idea. And if we can, <laughs> we're going to do that. Because I live so close to Bonneville Salt Flats. Dude. Uh, <laughs> they can be like, this is where they set the land speed record. We're going like, this but... is where we built rocket-propelled uh, paper airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I I'd be down for it. I would still be down for it. Um, I want to know a sorry. I want to know how the sorry we put it. Man, don't we all? Um. So do you have a, a jumping off point to remind me uh, what explanation they start to give? They uh, really don't. Uh, I think it's I think it's they're like <laughs> they do a mind melt. I remember that part. Yes, uh, that part they do have and is important for it, I guess. Yeah, they have to like feel connected with the person that they are. Uh, what's the word? Procreating with. Thank you. Yes. Uh, however, a sorry reproduction is very different from other forms of sexual reproduction. Is a sorry provide two copies of, of her own genes to her offspring, one of which is passed on unaltered. The second set of genes is altered in a, a unique process called melding also known as the joining or the union during the melding the eyes of the asari initiating the meld dilate as she consciously attunes her nervous system to her partners sending and receiving electrical impulses directly through their skin however boy this is a long (laughs) sentence yeah there's a lot going on there so asari are all clones uh but they're they're half clones they got one good set of genes and one crappy set of genes (laughs) They, I like this. I, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess I should say chromosomes. I, that's not fine. I'm not going to unpack good set and bad set of genes. Um, Continue. Listen, I'm a guy. I understand. I got uh-huh. one good set of genes. I got one bad set of genes. The good set of genes is like why I got a symmetrical face. The bad set of genes is why I'm five ten and like 140 pounds, <laughs> <laughs> and I gained weight pretty much. <laughs> But mm-hmm. the good set of genes, I don't really need to eat that much. Bad set of genes, I have uh, anxiety. I, well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's definitely 100% how it works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ge- genes <laughs> decide everything in your life. Nothing is nothing is me. I have no responsibility <laughs> for any of my actions. They're all predetermined. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, sorry. Half clones the so here's the thing i'm thinking okay right uh-huh i'm thinking a sorry a sorry um genes uh, sorry chromosomes are mm-hmm. all highly well like, like the reason they can do this with the other sentient creatures is because of that panspermia we were talking about it's like a common like right. a core set of genes that, mm-hmm. that work through all of them um additionally I think they have like the 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 Asari set are highly dominant, so like a mm-hmm. lot of their phenotypes are Asari. Right. They look Asari. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense so far. But not. Oh, I'm trying to think of a joke with the word Asari. Like it's Asari, but I can't. <laughs> I guess I can make a joke like Asari, like the like the dresses. Anyway. What? Oh, you know what Asari? You know what Asari is? Oh, okay. Like, I see what yeah, you're like, saying. Yeah, like like yes. the like the. Uh, tied robes i guess you would call them. Mm-hmm. um so anyway they got so they got those dominant set of genes i think the alternate set of genes 
are mm -hmm. purely used for like things like immune systems things like, like yeah like, that's what makes sense to me yeah so they can adapt to other they can they can like activate their more recessive genes that they're getting from other creatures but there's like this almost like a y chromosome among them that like doesn't change and passes down through generations that keeps them asari mm -hmm. so like or it mm, what's up i mean it says that it's like two sets like it doesn't have to actually necessarily be that like one full set of chromosomes are asari and then the other are something else does it no because that's dumb that is dumb i i think it's, so they just like you know some some of the chromosomes are like very uh rigid and stable and don't are like not prone to change yeah they got and then there's other that are like very susceptible to changes yes Yes, I, I, but what I'm saying is that I think there's like two tracks. Like, like there's mm -hmm. like, a, like instead of us getting like an like a, a mix of our mother and father in different places, mm -hmm. um, the Asari are like we have like a, like an Asari lineage. Yeah. Of like this yes, set, like they're the those set like the are always present. The rigid ones are always going to be that. Yeah. yeah. And then or very, very often going to be the same. And then the other side of chromosomes are like the crazies, like the fun set. <laughs> <laughs> like the set that's like, oh, you want to have freckles. Here's freckles. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I say that because the character does have freckles. She is one of the only Asari with freckles. Who, Liara? Yeah, Liara Sony. That's the one. <laughs> um, also known as the Shadow Broker. Yeah. Boom. Uh, correct. Oh, um, just drop that knowledge bomb on people who haven't played it yet. They're like, "Who's a Shadow Broker?" <laughs> What's a Shadow Broker? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess how then does that genetic information get all up in those cells? get all up in those cells so here's here's what i think okay uh-huh uh, just look real good at the person and see their chromosomes mm, yeah oh oh that's what you're wondering i thought you were wondering something else uh that i don't have an answer to um <laughs> um because okay so here i think we need to work backwards they, they okay. have a, a full-grown Asari has two these two sets of chromosomes i think that they right. develop in utero like a calico cat Okay. Right. Like where uh -huh. there's like a mixture of these two, whichever one is dominant, whichever one isn't across their body. Mm -hmm. But instead of it just being the two forms of the, of the, uh, instead of it being just two, uh, a, a difference. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like it is for Calico cats. It's like you take the same chromosome. One has got that, that solid chromosome, so chromosome A. And the other one is, is mm -hmm. got chromosome B, but chromosome B has like a whole bunch of variations to it as as various like snippets of DNA are taken out and, and in, taken in, in place of the Asari DNA. Right. So when okay. you when you develop, it's going to be the ones that are the, the very strong are the, are the DNA you already know that works to create a functioning creature that are going to the mm -hmm. most dominant ones. But a, right. in a couple of places, uh, the DNA that that was strong enough to create a functioning creature, but wasn't the original Asari DNA, also comes through. Does that make sense? Uh, I guess yes. But also, how do they get that other? That's DNA. I don't know. If 
Because here's the thing. Um, they I, was there something happening in the melding? He, Describe the melding again. Explain to me Asaria sex once more. Okay. During the melding, the eyes of the Asari initiating the meld dilate as she concisely right. attunes her nervous system to her partner, sending and receiving electrical impulses through her skin. However, physical contact is not strictly necessary. Well, beans, I, that makes everything fall apart. Uh, effectively, the Asari and her partner briefly become one unified nervous system, sharing memories, thoughts, feelings. The offspring is also an Asari, regardless of the species or sex of the father. Uh, in the case uh, that the offspring is too Asari, the father is the one who does not give birth. Um, the fa- father they have there, I guess you should say, is in uh, quotations, because uh, you could have a female father in the mm-hmm. Asari world. Um... So I think it or is a, I guess. a fundamental misunderstanding on how it works. They're all just straight up clones of themselves. And one set of the chromosomes are just like, just like random changes. Uh, horribly susceptible to change. And uh, then the other like, like more dominant. have the dominant traits that are more like that are less susceptible to change. I and they just like they need to have that connection, that yes. melding to like initiate reproduction. Yes, and and here's why. Okay, I mm-hmm. I think so. Here's a here's a thing I know about primate sexuality. Um, uh huh. And they keep on bringing up in this in this phantom wiki, which I think is a little <laughs> odd. Uh, sexual uh-huh. dimorphism in primates is uh, okay. a, an indicator and i think i think you know this is it's an indicator of the uh like uh relationships that those primates will form mm-hmm. so in like uh in bonobos and and chimpanzees they actually kind of break this they're very weird um and humans also break this too um mm. in in slight sexual dimorphism like what we see in humans where like men are a little bit taller women have different organs that are exterior that are more obvious um those things are those are the uh, those are the examples i can give um (laughs) uh uh, you're more likely to find like a polyamorous or like a uh i don't know what you really recall that yeah i guess a polyamorous would be the term polygamous Mm -hmm. polygamous probably polygamous makes sense because that's correct roots but not like uh human yeah societal. i mean i guess it depends what like exactly you're doing you're it, looking it, for it, it like, means just... like it means like there's no like set relationships like everyone is like a whole community okay. is in a relationship together uh, like a sexual reproductive yes relationship. i yeah i feel like you feel like i don't know i feel like defining whether you want to use so that's like that's why polyamorous humans, to polygamous would be a more cultural argument. It's it's so that's what I mean. Like there's like there's the culture. Like humans have applied another layer on top of this, which is culture, which is our yeah. cultural idea of gender and sexuality. I'm saying this is yeah. like biologic, how how creatures. Okay, in, just like yeah, that creatures have multiple partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and, and there's not like a set a set partner. Like you have like a bald eagles right. have like a set partner. There are primates mm-hmm. that have no sexual dimorphism. So men and women are pretty much, the, they look the same. They have very, mm-hmm. very similar features. Those tend to be the monogamous relationships. Um, mm. And so what I'm thinking of is there is no sexual dimorphism between Asari 
they all pretty much look the mm-hmm. same. They're all, as we call it, monogendered. Mm-hmm. I think that that means that they are strictly, actually, or, or, or they, they would be biologically monogamous. They're maybe culturally, uh, they're pretty much culturally polyamorous. Um, mm-hmm. But biologically, they're monogamous. So their body, whenever they get their partner, that's when they're like, oh, it's it's breeding time. Like, this is time to make a clone. And then we'll raise that clone right. together. And we'll keep mm-hmm. it and cherish mm-hmm. it and protect it from the world. Right. Well, and I'm saying, like, they don't even necessarily need that like that amount of like thinking about it it could just be like the process of melding is yeah, it, it's like that like yeah what gets the body to do its thing i, I but i'm saying it's like a signifier that like this person's my mate mm, yeah mm-hmm. that's that's what i'm saying like that's like yes. the, the the biophysical feedback mechanism mm-hmm. okay yeah i'll give you that that makes sense and i'm sorry if i have insulted anyone there's a, a hum, human cultural sexuality is way different and way more fluid, and yes. I, I would argue way closer to the slight sexual dimorphism than anything else. But we're just going to leave it at that. Oh God, <laughs> I have opened up a new tab. Um, I think that I mean, do you have anything else to talk about? It's an hour and a half in, much like all of our hard sci-fi. <laughs> it's a long one, and I feel like this yeah. one is less filled with content than. <laughs> yeah i feel like um time is just, it's just been so much fun we did good yeah we did good we did the best we could with the mass effect thing um we did good explaining panspermia um we can save how like guns work and how biotics work for for uh our second mass effect episode that's true our second one there's gonna be a numero deuce, guys. Trust us. This time, we mean it. It's we're we're bound to run out of ideas and revisit it sooner or later. And we're gonna we've already forgotten what we need to revisit. So <laughs> <laughs> it just lowers the probability that I mean it heightens the probability that we're gonna do this again. <laughs> Much like how Mass Effect fields work in Mass Effect. By the way, I googled just do more things eventually accidentally make a sequel episode i googled blue light and i was like no 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 what i want to see is the wavelength of blue light so i went to right. images in google and, uh-huh. and it was not helpful it's just pictures of blue it's just pictures of blue <laughs> it's it is it that is absolutely all i am looking at right now and i good oh good. my god <laughs> This is what I listen, guys. Oh, when I get into my engineer brain, I forget that like people don't think this way, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't. They they want like what they're actually asking for. There's not like layers of meaning to what they're asking. For. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what do we want? We're gonna do the outro. Oh, yeah, we can do the outro. We nailed this episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... We got uh, we're on the internet. You can find us at pedanticandwavium.com. Yep. You can find us at jefftime.com. Yep. Find us at phandwavium.com. Yup. Uh, for a little while, you're going to be able to find us at mythickspoiler.com. Yep. That's thick, T-H-I-C-C. Spoiler, S-P-O-I-L-E-R.com. My-L-Y. Well, I I say that. dot is a dot. It's a period. It's right there. It's too over from the M. 
Uh, so I say that because I had to look it up because I thought it was my thick spoilers. It's not plural. It is singular. Oh, I mean, is my thick spoilers available? I can lock I, that I, one down, I don't too. know. I didn't look it up. I was just going off of what you said. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I'll lock that down. I'm already spending... Too much money. Uh, a fair amount of money on joke URLs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. You gotta, you gotta, do, you gotta recreate the dot com crash. You gotta get money off this dog. Well, I mean, my thick spoiler could be one worth buying Billions. from somebody. Somebody, if you want to spend an absurd amount of money to buy my thick spoiler dot com, I will sell it to you. <laughs> yeah, because this is all Jeff wants to do is create a podcast with me, but he has a real job. <laughs> I yeah I have an actual job and then a podcast. I don't know how much time I can dedicate to a blog that is pictures of spoilers. I don't you, listen. I mean, this podcast. <laughs> let's let's be honest, Jeff. How much time does this podcast and your real job really take up in your life? Uh, well, my real job probably takes up about a third, forty-five hours a week. <laughs> oh, so about right. a third. Uh, <laughs> and this podcast is two hours every uh, other week. That's not much. Uh. More or less, yeah. Yeah. That's not too much. Yeah. And then entertaining me is, you know, another... It's a full-time job. It's not a full <laughs> Another, like, hour, hour and a half every time we record. <laughs> every time we record. Because Simon, <laughs> Simon gets lonely in his, in his basement apartment. Well, I mean, don't we all? Don't people silence. It's always good. Um, what's up? What else? So, yeah, we were in the middle of an outro. Yeah. What else we got? We're on the YouTube. Yep. We're on... I just updated all of our YouTube stuff, so the most recent stuff, hey. though, except for this episode, obviously, because I'm um, recording it right now. <laughs> Right. Uh, we're on Twitter at P and Wavium. Uh, we're on like any podcasting app. You know, you're already there. Or maybe. you're on YouTube, but we're also on Stitcher and we're also on Apple to iTunes. <coughs> That's the thing. We're on Spotify. All right. I think they've not been called iTunes for a while. No, I don't. But that's listen, fine. listen. If I wanted to know that, <laughs> I would buy an Apple product. That well, that's fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, what else? I think that's it. We got. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Sobchak for the theme music. Yeah, Joe, right out, um, brother. You don't listen to this podcast. I know you don't. <laughs> um, what else do we got? I think that's it. Is that it? You have any interesting projects you wanna? You want uh, to finally reveal to the listeners? No, I don't, because everyone that I was doing interesting podcasts with in the pandemic happened, and now they're like, I'm busy. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm also busy. I guess I, I am also busy. I do have my thing. But hopefully sometime we will have a special guest episode from my mom. I'm trying to get that back. <laughs> we'll make that happen. I'm excited um, about it. My mom's I'm... Cool. <laughs> I got a show suggestion. I'm not. I don't remember what it is, but uh, well, depending on how badly I want to do it, I might try to lock down uh, some special guests. What? And I will talk to Simon about it uh, off the air. What? This is the yeah. first I'm hearing about this. Well, that's true. Uh, I mean, it's pretty low odds that it's going to happen, so don't get too excited. But. It's, it's might it? send some emails soon. We'll see. Ah! I'm just having a fun uh, time. I also might not actually be able to tell Simon what it is because I don't remember which messaging app I was using when I was talking about I'm this. I'm so happy it might that be this is being in recorded. My work. <laughs> 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 it 
is being recorded and Simon can cut it all out. Um, so yeah, seeing as we're still recording, which I immediately forgot after talking about it. Um, that's it. Good night, listener. Good night. We'll talk to you later. We love you. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Do good. Don't be a renegade. Be a maverick. Yeah, please don't be space racists. Don't be space racists. Be space heroes. Also play... That's, play, that's all we I want. think play FemShep. If you haven't played FemShep before, play it. Because, like, especially in Mass Effect yeah, 2... play FemShep. It, it, playing not FemShep right now, and it's not nearly as good. It's, no, it really is Like, it really isn't. Like, that game enters, like, a whole level of craziness and another believe for third one this episode yep <laughs> is i'm sorry i just get i get really into my feminism man <laughs> listen and that's the only reason why you curse every episode that's yeah just get i get well this feminist fervor overtakes you yeah yeah it's why people don't like feminists i i give them it's bad because rap. of simon yeah, I give, and the cussing i might cut this out it's fine <laughs> Probably not. I think I cut out last time. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah, no. Just be a more laid-back feminist. Yeah, just be chill, like dog. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> just be chill. That's all you gotta do. Don't be renegade. See you, man. All right. Bye, guys. Uh, all right. Yeah. Goodbye. We love you. Good night. <laughs>